Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. I recently got an email from an out-of-state homeowner that we've been working with for several years. For the last few years, we've provided vacation rental cleaning services to his family after they visit Arizona a few times each year. His email said that his landscaper just called and saw water coming out of the back patio doors. Could we send someone over to check on things? As you can imagine, water free-flowing out of a home is not a good thing. One of our employees arrived at the home to find that there was water covering almost the entire first floor of the home. No homeowner wants to deal with a flood in their home, but having a plan of action in place will help take at least a little stress out of the situation. If you ever experience a major water leak in your home, here are the steps to follow. First, shut off the water source. First and foremost, if you discover a major water leak in your home, you need to stop the flow of water. By doing this immediately, you may be able to prevent more damage from happening to your home. If you can easily identify the leak source and it has a shutoff valve available, you may be able to simply turn off the water at that source. For example, if you discover the leak is coming from under your kitchen sink, try first to shut off the water valve under your sink. If that stops the water from gushing out, you can move on to step two. If you cannot determine where the water is coming from, or it's a burst pipe or water line that is spraying water everywhere, head straight for your water main. If you're in a house, this is likely a thick pipe on the side of your home. It leads from the ground into your home and may have a smaller pipe leading back into the ground to supply your outdoor landscaping water. When you find the pipe, you'll see that there's a lever slash handle on it that's in line with the pipe. When the lever is in line, that means the water is flowing into the home. You'll need to turn that lever 90 degrees so it's perpendicular to the pipe to shut off the water to the entire home. If you live in a townhouse or condo with one or two levels, the water main might be a little harder to find. It's likely either right outside your front door or on the back side of your unit. And there's a good chance you'll also be shutting off water to a neighbor or two. If you aren't sure where it is, immediately call your homeowners association's emergency line. If you live in a high-rise condo building, you'll likely need to immediately call the building manager to have him or her shut off the water to your section of the building. Step two is to contact your insurance agent. After you've made sure no more water is getting into the home, it's time to call your insurance agent. There is a small chance you won't have to file a claim for the damage, but that's really highly unlikely. If your baseboards or walls have gotten wet, they need to be professionally dried out to prevent mold from growing in your walls, and that process can be thousands of dollars. You may want to describe what you're seeing to your agent and see if she recommends to start the claim process based on your deductible, but most times that answer is going to be a very quick yes when they hear that you have water damage. While you have your agent on the phone, ask her for a referral to a reputable restoration company. My husband and I found out the hard way that not all restoration companies are in good standings with insurance companies. Before we were married, he had a main water line into his home burst. We picked a restoration company from the phone book. Yes, it was that long ago that we actually used a phone book and hired them to start the work. What we didn't realize is that my husband's insurance company was involved in a lawsuit with that restoration company because the restoration company had been inflating their prices when billing to insurance. Things eventually worked out, but not until we had been dragged into a lawsuit for the invoices that the insurance was refusing to pay. Long story short, find out who your insurance company recommends, or at least get a referral from someone you trust who's used a restoration company in the past. 
Also, before you hang up the phone with your agent, find out if your policy will cover temporary housing for you and your family while the house is being dried out and repaired. Most times when there's water damage, flooring has to be removed, walls cut open, and giant fans are run 24 hours a day to dry everything out. After everything is dry, then everything has to be repaired. It's a very in-depth process, so if your insurance will cover you to stay at a hotel or furnished rental home, it's worth the time and effort to temporarily relocate. Step number three is to contact that restoration company. As soon as you get off the phone with your insurance agent, call the restoration company. If they're a good company, they should be able to get a team there within a couple hours to start removing water from the home. Mold can start growing very, very quickly. So if the company tells you they can't get there until the next day, move on to the next referral on your list. Step number four is to document the damage. When the restoration company arrives, they'll likely show up with big trucks and lots of hoses and industrial vacuums to remove the water from the tile floors. If you have carpet, they're likely going to start tearing it out. They will probably start tearing off baseboards and door frames, and depending on how much saturation the water was able to do, they could start removing pieces of drywall and even cabinets. The company should document the damage that they find to help with the insurance claim, but to cover your butt, start collecting images of the water damage yourself. Take pictures of each room that has damage. Hopefully you won't need these images because the restoration company should collect enough to answer any questions your insurance company asks, but it never hurts to have too much documentation when dealing with insurance companies. Step number five is to move out. Hopefully by this point you've found out that your insurance policy will cover temporary housing for you and your family. Your first stop will likely be a hotel, but this is not the time to take a luxury vacation. Your insurance policy may only cover a specific amount per night, so find out the details of your policy before booking a room. If there's extensive damage that's going to take weeks to repair, your policy may cover a furnished rental home for your family. There are temporary housing companies who can broker a deal with the landlords and managers of these properties on your behalf. If it's covered by your policy, or if you're able to pay out of pocket for a rental condo or home, this option will allow you to continue living in the conveniences of a house, you know, with the kitchen and all that extra space, oftentimes for a fairly similar price to a hotel. And the final step is to hire a contractor for the repairs. Remember how I mentioned that the restoration company would likely be tearing out carpet, baseboards, and walls? Well, they may or may not be able to put those items back into the home. Some restoration companies also have a general contractor's license, which allows them to be more full service for their clients. Others will simply leave you with a dry but torn apart home. If you have a good experience with the restoration company and want to hire them for the repairs, that's an easy way to have one point of contact for the entire process. If not, it's time to hire another general contractor to put your home back together. By the time your home is dried out, your insurance company should have given you a dollar amount that they're willing to give you for the repairs. Sometimes this number is just enough to patch the walls back up, but if there was significant damage to flooring and cabinets, you may be looking at a full remodel of a few areas of your home. If this is the case, you may want to consider putting in that dream kitchen or bathroom you've always wanted. This might require you to kick in some additional personal money, but just know that you're not stuck putting the exact same fixtures back into your home after the repairs are made. Determine your budget, find a contractor who's willing to work with your budget, and get your home put back together the way you want. Having a major water leak in your home is a very stressful situation. No one wants to deal with an unexpected demolition and remodel of their home, but you'll make it through the situation. 
Take a deep breath, follow the steps above, and in a few weeks, you'll be able to put the entire situation behind you. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.